What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's Mamba Mentality Golden Grinders. And when we talk about the Mamba Mentality, we mean... The Mamba Mentality simply means trying to be the best version of yourself. And each week we strive to be the best, the best, wow, the best version of this podcast. I am Nicholas Finch, joined by the usual cast of Marquise. What up, dope? Lane. What it do, baby? And Quincy. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> so, guys, I um, sports happened this week. Um, and, and I say they happened this week because... You know, last week we were riding off the really high euphoria of um, the Braves winning the world championship. And I said we would get to um, what we would like to see from free agency. So let's just hop right into it. Um, The World Series is over. We already know um, Freddie Freeman is going to be a free agent. Jock Peterson has already opted out, so he's going to be a free agent. So Lane, I'm going to kick this to you first. Um, who are you hoping to see stay in Atlanta and who are you um, hoping, you know, or who, who would you, you know, mind not seeing anymore? Obviously the ones I'd like to keep are probably in order are probably Freddie, Solaire and Rosario. I, 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 I was, I wasn't surprised that uh, Jock said he was going to go back to free agency. <clears throat> um, I think Duvall we have for a multi-year contract, though, whatever he signed with the Dolphins. Dolphins, damn. The Marlins for. <laughs> but um, I wouldn't mind seeing Duvall shipped off because it's time for uh, Drew Waters and Christian Pache to start making their way up to the big leagues and taking their rightful spots up there in the outfield with Acuna. Um, but really and truly, one and two are Freddie and probably Jorge Soler. I don't remember if he was a <clears throat> if he was a multi year contract or just a one year deal. But probably those two would be my excuse me my top. I got you. I got you. Um, so I don't know. Um, Marquise Quincy, do y'all have any thoughts on um, on returning Braves that you would like to see? I I know you're not the fan, the kind of, you. I mean, we we know what your fandom was for the um for the World Series, and I'm not trying to call you out on that. I I just know you don't follow all year. I just I know that. So I'm that's why I'm asking the question the way I'm asking it. I mean, I, I understand the way you're asking, but no, I mean. Don't you gotta question my fandom just because? No, 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 no. I mean, listen. Yeah, there's there's levels to fandom, you know, and it's okay. Everybody ain't got to be all in all the all the time. That's that's for me and Lane to do. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 not bandwagon, but I'm not that hard. I'm somewhere in the middle. Anyway, uh, my thoughts. Um, I mean, resign Freddie if nothing else, just because he's already established himself as an Atlanta icon. He wants to be there. The city of Atlanta loves Freddie. It's good PR. Um, the other thing, uh, let's see. <laughs> I personally like Eddie Rosario because Eddie Rosario's beard was impeccable. That motherfucking line was crisp. Um, but yeah, I, I would say definitely Freddie and either either Jorge uh, Soler or Eddie Rosario, uh, preferably both. But I don't know if they're gonna be able to pull that off. Right. Um. Well, the good thing is, is I'm pretty sure we don't have to worry about a, um, Marcelo Zuna coming back. I'm on, I'm on a bad website. I'm trying to find a good website to look at some contracts for. I should have done this um, before we started the show. But honestly, I've been slacking this week. This has not been my... I think this is my last week I know I can slack, so I've been just kind of doing it. <laughs> so, um, oh God, this is even worse. So let me ask you this guy, um, Marquise, did you have any thoughts on free agency before I ask another question? Man, let me tell you something. Resign everybody y'all need to resign. Sign people y'all need. That's it. I ain't got nothing else. I don't I don't know the roster. As good as y'all. Oh, ain't too much I can say on that. I, I do have a a question for for the people at home and me, baseball salary cap don't work the same way NFL does, right? Like it's not a hard cap; 
It's kind of like basketball. True. Like you can spend over the cap, but you can pay a luxury tax. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but resign a, everybody. <laughs> I say you I mean, have a you have a much much higher luxury tax in baseball. Yeah. Like um, base, baseball essentially has no salary cap. Yeah. Mm. See, that's why all these superstars can go to the Yankees and the Dodgers, like and the Giants. Like they can go to all these like the major cities and major hubs because there's essentially no salary cap. Like there's one there, but it's it's not a cap. It's more of like a suggestion than anything. Mm. Well, I mean, the reason I bring that up is because you know Fanatics came out right after the World Series. I mean, like within two or three days, and was like, "Yo, Braves merchandise has sold faster than any other World Championship merchandise we have sold in the past like several years." I ain't gonna put a number on it, but several years. And so a They've already proved that they are a uh, successful franchise as far as profitability. And, yeah, at, at this point, I'm saying resign everybody. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm with you. Um, I'm a little biased, but I don't see why you couldn't. Um, I think I think a lot of folks would be upset if they didn't. Now, uh- now, so the only reason I say resign everybody and stuff, because why break up a championship team? Go try it again. Just fix some holes that you had problem with. I mean, in in theory, that works, but not a lot of – it's harder. I say this, but obviously take this with a grain of salt. It's harder to keep that same team and repeat because everybody knows what you're about to put back out on the court or the field. Like you're gonna have those teams like the Warriors and the Bulls, like, and uh, I'm not gonna say the Celtics and the Lakers from the early '70s and '80s because there was like nobody else. But like you're gonna have those teams that like occasionally like break the mold. That's why I'm, like Tampa Bay, like I don't see Tampa Bay repeating this year. Uh, the Bucks, that is, because they're like everybody knows what what's coming there's nothing new there's nothing different like everybody knows what that team is made of and it's easier to script that team but i think one two and three is probably with the universal dh coming is uh the braves need to resign freddie resign solaire and probably rosario but I just looked at something that looks like the with the way solaire caught fire at the end of the uh, in the playoffs Solaire might get a three plus year deal with worth some decent money, and the Braves might not pay him. Yeah, I think, and there's something to consider with Solaire and all these outfielders is that Acuna will be back eventually. Like, um, he's he's going to be back. Um, you you mentioned Pache coming up in the outfield, so it's like it, it's a thing where, um, I see Travis Darno is signed through 2021, so we're good there. See, I think his was like a player option. I think so too. So there, there are things that can be done, but like you said, Eddie Rosario, we might not get him back, but I think we'll at least keep one of them. But just just knowing that you have the farm system with the good outfielders, plus the return of Acuna too. So let me ask this: um, free agency for MLB. Um, who are some guys y'all that you would like to see come to? Um, the Braves. I would like to answer first. Okay. Pass. <laughs> boy. I knew he was going to do that. Boy. Boy. Let Had me... you asked me this question a year ago, um, I'd have said Chris Bryant for obvious reasons. Right. Um, but since Austin uh, 316 Riley has come into his own, yeah, I'm good with where we're at. Well, you can, hey, don't forget Austin 316 Riley can also be an outfield. Yeah, but he doesn't have the he doesn't have like the speed to be an outfielder. Like when he first came up, we saw when he uh, when Donaldson was at third, like he just doesn't have that ground coverage ability um, that you want in an outfielder. And I think that's that's kind of like third base is his home. Like he don't need to ever leave third base. That is that is his spot. I'm just looking at some notable free agents. Um, you can get y'all can sell me yay or nay on this one. Um, Javier Baez at shortstop. I mean, we've got Dansby. The only thing it would really do is be a little bit of a boost to the bat, but yeah. that's about it. I, I, I'm gonna say nay. What about Brandon Belt at first base? 
I mean, if we don't if we don't re-sign Freddie, obviously we got to go for him. And you missing Chris Bryant? What about Nick Castellanos? That is outfield, correct? Correct. If they think Waters or Pache need one more year down in the minors, which I don't think they do, I'm pretty sure both of them should be ready after this year. Uh, then I'd say go for it. But that's that's a hard if, especially like if you're trying to. Not so much as repeat, but if you're trying to bring up your next core guys, then you're gonna have leave some money off the book or on the books or something or off the books. Excuse me. So, um, what do you think the Braves should attack? Starting pitching. I would say starting pitching a little bit. Uh, so, what about somebody like? Uh, I mean, obviously, you'd want a Clayton Kershaw. That's a pipe dream. Um, I mean, he ain't coming. Uh, I think one name is like what Trevor. I'm a, I'm a butcher this man's name. Is it Simeon? I always think it's like semen, but I know it's wrong. I think that's Marcus Simeon you're thinking about. That's a shortstop, second baseman. Yeah, Trevor Simeon is the quarterback for the Saints. I meant Marcus. I apologize. Yeah, yeah that's okay. But he's he's a shortstop. Um, um, Syndergaard is available. Yeah, I was going to say. I wouldn't say I wouldn't mind seeing Thor there. Uh, he could probably good be a good um, fourth game pitcher fifth game pitcher if if he can stay healthy he hasn't had a healthy season in what three years just about also pitching available marcus stroman from the mets justin verlander max scherzer is available um robbie ray from the blue jays kevin gossman from the giants now gossman was a brave he was and he did not have Good success with Atlanta. He did not. <laughs> I don't think they would bring him back, and that's probably a mutual thing. Marcus Stroman has, uh, when he was traded to the Mets, expressed explicit interest to re-sign with the Mets um, after that trade, so I'm pretty sure that one's out. Robbie Ray, uh, I just don't want him because why else would we want someone in the Southeast that sounds like a Southern Hick uh, <laughs> with that kind of name? I mean, my voice don't help here. Uh, <laughs> let me see uh, Verlander might not be a bad one actually um, if he can still kind of be just a little bit of like what he used to be I would say yeah let's get him um, you gotta remember Soroka should be coming back yeah uh, if I think Enoa finally fixed all his issues or he got hurt again or something but if he's good, I think he was a pretty damn good pitcher when he was there. Um, I might bolster I, – I would bolster the bullpen a little bit more than anything. Like, the bullpen, not saying that Mentor, Matzik, Jackson, and uh, Will Smith are bad. I'm just saying, like, I would bolster that bullpen a little bit more. Uh, I don't even – I don't remember what happened to Sean Newcomb. I think he just fell off the face of the earth. He did. Hopefully we'll um, never see him again. I think, uh, but I mean, the Braves, the Braves are so log jammed at pitching um, down in the minors, like in Double AA, A, Triple A, in the majors. Like, I'm, I wish they need to sort out all those names or start trading them away or something and getting something in return. Maybe like, maybe just get prospects in return to kind of re vamp the farm system a little bit because farm system's about to drop when uh, a lot of these players come up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's still time. But I just wanted to get see where we were, get an idea of what we were looking at as we head towards the hot stove and MLB. Um, last week, I wanted to ask you guys about um, this uh, controversy, I should say, between Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. Um I have not done my stuff, so I'm just gonna cut this out here. Because um, Scottie Pippen been wilding. Have y'all have y'all seen any of this stuff? I read the article you sent, and uh, <laughs> that dude tripping. <laughs> the, the only thing I saw was that Scotty said that him and Jordan were on the same level, and he's just as good a player as Jordan. But that's all. Well, um, Scotty beef with that whole statement is if you were just as good as Jordan. How come you couldn't have the same success in 94 and 95 without him? Wait, excuse me, 93 and 94. Hold on. Help me on these years. I know it's somewhere in that. Yeah, I mean, you you got it. You got it. 
right, basically. Thank you. I mean, but to be fair, his I his, mean the Houston team was good. Well, I his criti- that, that his Rockets criticism. Uh, hold on, his criticism for that very year you're talking about was that Michael Jordan retired right before the start of the season, so they didn't have a go a chance to go in for agency and get somebody to make that team as competitive. You can't just lose Michael Jordan and like be expected to be on the same level. And they were really good despite losing them right before the season. <laughs> um, they didn't make the finals that year, obviously. Um, they lost in the semifinals to Orlando. No. The East semis or like the semis semis? The East semis. Okay. Is that the year they lost to the Knicks? Pacers? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that would have been the year they lost to the Knicks because the Knicks uh, made it and played the Rockets that season. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't remember the when Magic they lost the next year. Yeah, um, but I think his main criticism of Michael Jordan has been that Michael Jordan in that last da- dance documentary. Has everybody seen the last dance? Uh, of course. Okay, so the in glove. that in that document documentary, I no problem with the glove. <laughs> Pippen was critical. <laughs> Of the way that that the story was was presented, because it they made Jordan a hero, and that it was kind of like Michael Jordan and the Pips, like Diana Ross and the Pips, like he couldn't have done it. Um, they Michael Jordan could have done it without them, but when in reality, Michael Jordan did not win without them in any step of the way. And his beef was that it downplayed the value that his teammates had. I beg to differ. In what regard? Like, I don't remember not one time Michael saying, like, I was the team. I am the team. The team was me. We got six rings because of me. I mean, he's don't get me wrong. Like, there was confidence in, like, the way he talked. He was like, I was the best player. But he openly said multiple times, like, without other players on that team, he wouldn't have won all them rings. So, and I remember, like, the first five episodes, I want to say, each episode was specifically targeting one player. Like, episode one was Jordan, two was Pip, I think three was Rodman, four was uh, the coach. Oh, God, I just blanked on his name. Bill Jackson. Thank you. You're welcome. And then I think episode five, I think, was Steve Kerr, if I'm not mistaken. It was somewhere in there, yeah. But, like... Everybody, and then like obviously the last five episodes were all kind of about Michael, but they specifically did a whole episode on Pippen. Mm-hmm. That's why folks think he's um, crazy. But um, one thing, and one thing about Scottie Pippen that um he's even wrong about was he says that Michael Jordan didn't give him any credit, and Michael Jordan in the Last Dance specifically says that he would not be where he is without Scottie Pippen. Yeah. I think Scotty's biggest issue, and I don't know if we discussed it before or not, is that um, the last dance kind of highlighted some of Scotty's um, worst moments, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like, faults, yes. Um, you know, when he was like, no, nah, I got a headache, I ain't going to play. Like, bro, you in the finals. <laughs> Get your ass off the bitch. Oh, speaking of that, he's, um, his, his comment today, I'm glad you brought that up about the finals. He says... And Michael Jordan flu game in '98. He uh, he downplays the flu game in '97, saying that his back injury in the '98 finals was way worse than the flu game. He uh, said, "I don't see too many bad back games, but I do see flu games." Honestly, I think Pippen just tripping. <laughs> Pippen got Pippen got a book to sell. That's what's going on. <laughs> I, exactly. I, I I think it's really just like. He must. He. I think he just feels slighted. He feels like he'll always be second fiddle to Jordan, and there's he has no reason to feel that way. I mean, no, no, he's right. I mean, he's got a little reason, but not enough to really warrant and say like, I don't think he was as good as Jordan. But he can't sit there and say that Jordan said that he had no that Jordan did everything by himself. Yeah, my, here, here's my question. You, you mentioned the bad back game. Didn't, wasn't Scottie Pippen, like, terrible in that game? He was not very effective. No. Well, then here's the thing. You you can't – I mean, I, props. I myself probably would not have done it. But you can't go go over here and talk about your bad back game where you were not very effective 
when Jordan's flu game, he also was dominant. <laughs> I just want you to know your face like froze at the perfect point when you said not very effective and it was that mm face. <laughs> it was like it was like how dare you. <laughs> like it how was like perfect you? timing for your your uh your video to kind of cut out. <laughs> Rick uh, over here being quiet though. He don't like the Bulls, Michael Jordan. He ain't got nothing to say that's going to be anything kind of nice. They beat the Lakers? No. You just no, it was a Jordan fan. That 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 that's just me. I have more respect for him now, but you know, back in the day, he could have kicked rocks. As far as I'm concerned, the glove. I ain't got no problem with the glove. That will forever be my favorite line. <laughs> my goodness. Um, I, does anybody have any NBA thoughts that they want to get to before we hop straight to the NFL and hop straight to picks? Because we're not going to talk long today. We're going to talk about the stuff in game. We're going to talk about our teams while we're doing the picks. Um, do y'all think Westbrook need to come off the bench as a six man? I think Westbrook need to come off the team. Oh, <laughs> that's what uh, I think. I think <clears throat> it's just a matter of LeBron is like. Westbrook just needs to Westbrook, LeBron, and AD need to just have a sit down and be like, "All right, who's the primary ball handler here?" That's that's essentially what it is. Well, I can tell you, they brought Westbrook in to take the load off LeBron, but the problem is, his taking the load off LeBron is also giving the ball to the other team a lot, and 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 that's that's their issue here. And when has Russell Westbrook not given the ball to the other team a lot? Well, before. Ironically, it actually all started to be this bad when he started the um, the triple double quest. Before he averaged the triple double for the first time, he was averaging around two to three um, turnovers a game. But since then, it's been four point seven, so basically almost five. He's giving the ball over three more times a game, and you know those averages come with having ten turnover games, and then you'll have one or two turnovers. But yeah. but that's 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 the issue here. It's just he's giving the ball away too much, especially as he gets older and his athleticism declines. I, I think with Westbrook, like the main issue though is like when he went for that quest, it wasn't so much as he was going for it. It was he was the Thunder that year. He did it the first year he did it. So like. I think he developed that mindset of he has to do anything and everything to help his team win. And I think if he can, he just needs to kind of sit back and like reevaluate. Like he doesn't have to do that with the Lakers. The Lakers are going to do, there's a, there's enough talent on the Lakers. He doesn't have to be triple double Westbrook. He can just be himself. And I think that's that's the main thing he's got to figure out, and because y'all know I love him, like, mm-hmm. he, like, and I think that's the main issue is like he's for so long had that same mentality of I have to do everything to help, and I think that's what's ha- is like affecting him is like he still has that same mentality. I understand all that, you know. I just feel I just would feel better if you know you can turn the. I mean, I ain't got. Too many problems with the turnover. Now he getting out of hand. He getting that like seven, eight every other game. But he just ain't shooting good. It's more that he ain't shooting good for me. I don't see. I don't see people get by eight. Oh, hey, you gonna have, you just gonna have to ride that uh that shooting slump storm. You just gonna have to ride that out till he hits. I don't know well, if you. Well, well, I ain't I ain't talking about Lily for like. Man, man, can, man, barely can make a mid-range shot. I seen that bitch hit the other side of the backboard. Now, last year, I don't remember if you, I don't know how many Wizards games you watched. He actually started off really bad in Washington, just like he did now with the Lakers. And about, I don't remember roughly when. I want to say it's a couple weeks, maybe a month, maybe a month or and a half before the before the All Star break. He. Somehow figured out something, and then he just his numbers started jumping. Are you looking that up or something, Nick? Or am I wrong? No, no, keep going, keep going. You're good. But I remember, like, when he started out for the Wizards, like, everybody was like, the Wizards got to get rid of Westbrook. Like, all he's doing is hurting their chances and everything. And when he turned it on, whenever he finally figured out what his problem was, his mid-range jumper was back, and he actually helped Bill get them into the playoffs 
So I think, like I said, you're just going to have to ride that storm uh, with uh, the the shooting woes, but it's a long season. And I think as long as the Lakers get in at that sixth seed or, or higher, I think they're going to be perfectly fine. Okay, so Westbrook um, is averaging currently 5.1 turnovers a game. Um, he leads the league in turn- total turnovers at 56. But interesting enough, right behind him is James Harden at 50 turnovers total, and he's averaging 4.5 turnovers a game. I think that's kind of interesting. Um, I think Harden's played less games, though, hasn't he? Uh, no, they've played the same amount. They've both played 11. He, he's been terrible, but I think something to keep an eye on is it might be under a microscope because James Harden ain't far behind him. Not far at all. All right, so let's move on to the NFL. Let's get these phones out. Let's talk about some football. I'm telling, I'm telling everybody here to get their phone. Oh, wait, wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the draft, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, shit, my team plays tomorrow. It's, <laughs> it's just a tad too early to be talking draft. Just no, it's never too early to talk draft. <laughs> just a tad. Um, Nick said we ain't got time. Hey, we do have time. I mean, before we do anything, I still think Alabama doesn't need to be ranked number two in the college football playoffs. But that's just what I think because, you know, they they vulnerable. Who who do you think needs to be ranked number two? Cincinnati. Based on what? Based on they're the second best team in the country. Based on what metric? They hadn't played anybody. The eye test. You look at Cincinnati who just struggled to beat Tulsa and say they're the second best team in the country. Yes. You need some eyes, boy. You got y'all, y'all need to go to the Vision Center at Walmart. Oh man! I mean, to be fair, Alabama struggled against everybody last month. She ain't lying. What I, what I really think is is that um, ain't nobody good for real. I have I have my I have my issues with Georgia personally. See, yeah, Georgia Georgia is like strictly defense. Their offense is straight up god awful. I mean, I I would retort with what offense, what offensive juggernaut have they played? Nobody. Oh wait, I did that wrong. Excuse me. Nobody. Exactly. So I really don't think we're gonna know what Georgia is to the SEC championship game. Whoever they play, because it, it still could not be Alabama. Alabama, y'all talking about them? They looking suspect. So actually, if Texas A and M loses. At any point in the next like couple of games, they're out. Well, I was going to say they still Alabama still has a game up on Texas A and M anyway. They have two SEC losses. I forgot to who but they have. Well, to. yeah, because well, what I mean by that is like so. Say Alabama dropped the Iron Bowl, uh huh, or the Arkansas game. They need Texas A and M to also drop another game because then they'd both have two losses. But Texas A and M has the head head to head matchup. Right. I'm trying to figure out. Um, but Auburn done. Auburn been done. Uh, Auburn is done done. Uh, I, what I'm trying to figure out, let me pull up SEC. Who the heck did Texas A&M lose to? Uh, they lost to Arkansas, and they lost to, crap, I blanked, Mississippi State, I think. Ah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Mississippi yeah, State. Yeah, back-to-back, because back, that's when they had the injuries. Yeah, yeah. they went back-to-back back losses and, and then, then beat had, Alabama. Like, the game of their lives the next week at Alabama, <laughs> or against Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, how about this? I'm just I'm looking at this. I'm looking at um their schedule now. One, two, three, four, five, six. That was the, um Alabama was their sixth consecutive home game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hold on. I thought the Arkansas game. Uh, yeah, the Arkansas at, uh, was in. It was in Dallas. Was Jerry World. Yeah. So five of their six games were first six games were at home. That's a bunch of whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. Um. So I I just I I don't think Georgia am I is this a safe space to say that I don't think Georgia is good as people think they are? Yeah, it's safe. I don't think they are as either. I think their defense is one of the best, but I also think that they are a very uh I use this word lightly. They are a very opportunistic team. Because it seemed like I watched part of the I've watched pretty much most of their games. They have pretty much had every team just absolutely blow up on them when they played them. Like Arkansas, whatever Arkansas had been doing up to that point just was nothing. Um, Florida, who was 
doing decently, which I think Dan Mullen is just working himself out the door at this point. Um, when they played Florida, like Florida threw, I think like two straight interceptions and they both became touchdowns. Like within, I think like far, they jumped up on Florida, like 21 to nothing in a span of like two minutes. And it was cause Florida turned the ball over. Let me, let uh, me, uh, let me say this much. Cause I think Quincy, had something to say about Georgia. I'm just looking at the teams they play. They've played so far. The best offenses they've played against, where you could say they should have struggled, should have had some issue, was Kentucky, Auburn, and uh, Florida. So they played them in three consecutive weeks. They beat Auburn by 24, and I mean even Auburn's offensive suspect Kentucky were playing over their heads, and Florida fell apart. So you look at them. They had they beat Missouri. Then they have they they're at Tennessee this week. Is this the last time that Georgia will be tested until SEC championship game? Is Tennessee the last chance to see what Georgia really is? Yeah, because that Tennessee, yeah, bro, that Tennessee team. If you go in there not like, as an Alabama fan, do not sleep on that Tennessee team. So you can look at me like that all you want, but I'm just saying that Tennessee team has pulled off some some crazy stuff, and they. Here's my thing about Georgia. I I think it is fair to say that they may not be as good as many people think they are or claim them to be. I also think it's fair to say that even saying that, they're probably still the best team in the country. <laughs> it might be fair. You know, it's one of those things where you don't have to show what your offense can do if you don't have to show it, if that makes sense. Dan had to show how good the offense was because the defense is just being that dominant. Yeah. They've allowed 59 points. That's crazy. They've allowed, they've played nine games that allow 59 points. That defense is scary good, but it's scary good because they haven't really faced a scary offense. Well, this is the scariest they'll have this season when Tennessee comes to town. Yeah, I want you all to think about this in the SEC East, and then we'll move on to the NFL. Georgia Bulldogs are number one team in the country. They're 7-0 in conference. Nobody else in the SEC East is ranked right now. Everybody has at least three losses. You come down to the SEC West right now, looking at it, there's five ranked teams. They all have at least one loss. <laughs> And there's a team that's ranked in Arkansas who is a game behind Mississippi State who is unranked. So that's where we are. And LSU just took Alabama to the freaking wire. All right. We're not going to talk about that. I have a job to keep. NFL. <laughs> Let's get straight into these picks, and we'll talk about our teams here. Um, we'll start with Thursday night football. The Baltimore Ravens are 6-2. and two. They are at the Miami Dolphins, who are 2-7. and seven. Baltimore won in overtime last week. I'm going to ask Quincy and Marquise, who do y'all have for this game? And Lane will talk about the Ravens in their effort last week. Oh, the next game is hilarious. I know, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Man, I got uh, I got the Ravens. Uh, Dolphins looking to start Jacoby Brissett again. It wouldn't matter if they had to. I got the Ravens. Uh, Ravens. So, um, Lane, y'all had an overtime win against the Vikings. Um, was that was was that overtime game more of the Vikings are playing above their head or the Ravens? Because Ravens had to come back from I think was it twenty it was twenty five twenty something. It was to another double win. digit down game. I mean, I it wasn't just double you, digits. I don't know we, what you want from me. <laughs> Just what what did what did you think about the comeback and and like what do we what are we supposed to think about this Ravens team? This Ravens team got ten thousand injuries and they still keep finding ways to win coming back from twenty points down. All right, so let me break it down for you. I watched that game up until about halfway through the second quarter, and then I said, "I need a haircut because these gray hairs are showing too much." Because I was like, I am not about to sit here and watch this stressful-ass team do this comeback shit again to me. 
And then my dumbass turned the game on in the last half of the fourth quarter and watched all of it. And I still had more gray hairs pop up. Um, <laughs> but I will say every double digit lead come or comeback or whatever they, the Ravens have had, I have turned the TV off and they have won every single one of them. Am I going to continue doing that for the rest of the season? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you don't have to worry about that this week. Um, you damn well think I'm going to still pick the Dolphins. <laughs> I done told you I am picking against the Ravens every week. If that's what it takes for them to win the Super Bowl, so be it. If they go down double score, double digit score in the Super Bowl and I have to turn it off to see them win, you know what? Fucking do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Whatever it takes. <laughs> I, will, I will Avengers endgame this shit all the way through. It will Degrassi. Watch it for the murder of Drake. I, 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 I will do whatever it takes to see my team win a Super Bowl, and if that means I don't see them win the Super Bowl, then I will. I will take the karmic hit and chaotic and and cosmos hit, and I will and I will be the the scapegoat. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I respect that. But no, uh, we lost another player. We lost our starting safety. Yay! Um, so uh, I was. I did see what I did see. I went back and watched a lot of the highlights. Um, um, Le'Veon Bell looks to kind of gained his footing. Uh, he looks a lot. He resembles the Steelers Le'Veon Bell that we all knew and like wanted on our fantasy teams. Um, he still he's he looks like he's about a half step slower, but he definitely looks a lot more. That bye week came at the perfect time. It, it showed. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. He looks more comfortable in the offense. Now, Bell looks a lot more comfortable in the offense. Devontae Freeman uh, looks a lot uh, better. Really and truly, it's the main issue is if we can get our O-line to jail. But at the same time, that also comes with, like, staying freaking healthy. Um, so, there's, there, I mean, there's a lot going into it and a lot going on there. But I don't see how this Ravens team couldn't win the Super Bowl right now because quite honestly like they they have they are more battle tested than any other team in the NFL right now and it's not like all of these comebacks have been against bad teams mm-hmm. it was against the Chiefs it was against the Colts who have who like we said just started off slow and have come alive it was against the the Vikings who have been in, in close games all season it was against the Lions it was uh, – I forgot about that one. That was the game I thought the injuries had finally caught up to us, and that's where the season was just going to finally show what it was going to be. Hey, they can't no, all I'm, be I'm messing with you for real, man. Everything else you said was a very solid point. But, no, I mean, but you got a point, though. Like, that Lions game kind of was like the – I'm going to say the telling point of the season. It was like if they lost that game, that pretty much was going to tell you how the rest of the season went. But they somehow found a way to win it, and – like I said, I guess, like I said every week, as long as we have number eight and number nine, I don't see how we don't win a Super Bowl this year. I mean, the cards, it looks like, are all falling in the right way. Um, the Bills ain't unstoppable. I told y'all so. I told y'all, and I still didn't change my pick, and I'm mad about that. The Bills don't look unstoppable. Derrick Henry ain't around for the rest of the season. Patrick Mahomes looks human. Um uh, Tom Brady's not in the AFC. So, I mean, if there, if there was a year for the Ravens to do it, it's got to be this year. <laughs> Why not this year? I, well, I mean, and I mean, a lot of things could happen, like somebody else could get injured. I mean, somebody on the Ravens is going to have a season-ending injury this weekend or tomorrow night, so just be ready for it. Yeah, I don't plan on starting. I'm starting Hollywood, and that's it. All right. So no, I'm picking the Dolphins, though. <laughs> and I'm going to go Ravens. So you're on an island. Uh, you're no, well, it, I, good, I, Miami's a good place to be on an island, so, I mean, you know. An that, island, boy. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I, I'll take that island. All right. So here's an interesting game. I'm, gonna, I'm going to put this out there, and I'm just going to step away and let y'all go. Okay? Hey, can I do my pick first, though? Yeah. Um, the Atlanta I wait? I, matter of fact, I'm going to give my pick. Right after you, and then I'm gonna just let them go. Okay, the Atlanta Falcons are four and four 
They are at the Dallas Cowboys, who are 6-2. and two. Lane, who do you have? I think I'm going to go with Weedon Boys, uh, just because I think they are going to have a bounce-back game after getting absolutely throttled by a Broncos team they shouldn't have gotten throttled by. I am also going with the Cowboys. Um, All Quincy, right, now let me get back to my screen so I can watch this. Quincy, Marquise, these are y'all teams. Y'all can give your analysis of this week and last week. I'm just going to step away and go. Go, go ahead, Rick. Go ahead. Did you want Kyle Pitt to have a good game? This is the this is the game that you put him in the lineup because shit should be open for him. But that need to hear though. Um, Dak had a rest of the game, apparently. That was everybody else saying it. I think they just clearly, definitively got their ass waxed. Now we're going into the Atlanta game. We don't know what the hell to expect. So, you know, I'm always going to go with Dallas, but I'm pretty fucking sure they will find a way. Well, only one of these teams is hot. Only one of these teams won last week. And beat them damn dusty old piss smelling saints out of New Orleans. Congratulations uh, on that, by the way. Thank you. That's them dirty birds, baby. Them dirty birds. Uh, I both thought we were going to win, and then I thought we was going to lose, and then I about had a heart attack when we won. But uh, whew, uh, yeah, man. You know, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Had the had the Cowboys not got their ass tore loose by the Broncos last week, the Broncos missing Von Miller, and Patrick Sertan done got hurt. Uh, I would think that the Cowboys were going to run all over the Falcons, right? You know, they got it's everybody talking about a Dan Quinn revenge game and this, that, and other. But, man, I'm here to tell you right now, I'm still picking the Cowboys. Uh, I got faith that the Falcons can do it. I really hope they can. But also, I really think it was a down week for the Cowboys. 28-24 Dallas. I like Slow that game. score. I like that score a lot. So, I think, that's, I think that's fair. We're all on the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Falcons by 30. That's how it go. The New Orleans Saints. What the fuck is there? <laughs> the New Orleans Saints are 5-3. and three. They, are at, they are at the Tennessee Titans, who are 7-2. and two. <laughs> What y'all got? What just happened? I couldn't. Okay, so I had my phone sitting here by the microphone. And I was trying to read it, and I just could not see their record. And then I got pissed enough to say what I just said. Oh. <laughs> I think that I want to pick the Saints. I really and truly do. Is uh, is old white boy back yet? I don't remember the dude's name. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Oh, yeah. Is he back? Hey, I he- mean, he. He played his last game. He just didn't get to start. Yeah. Who, who started? I thought Simeon. he started. Trevor Simeon. You know Another white boy. You're trying to name Oh, yeah. He probably played baseball in high school. Yeah, I'll take the Saints. I'll take that island. To be fair, there was a Trevor Story who played shortstop for the Colorado Rockies, which is probably why you get all that confused. It's okay. It's I'm okay. taking the Saints. Um, Quincy, who you got? Well, before I make my pick for this one, I just want to say I forgot to mention in my Falcons segment that as it currently stands, the Saints, this is why it's relevant, are the sixth seed in the NFC, and the Atlanta Falcons at 4-4 and are the seventh seed. Do I think we'll make the playoffs? Eh. But (laughs) just the the fact that we're halfway through the season, we end up thinking things, we're in the playoff picture, is more than we could have hoped. At the moment, this is the best-case scenario. But anyway, uh, no, I'm picking the Titans. Just because they, I mean, Titans are the hot team right now. We don't know who's starting a quarterback for the Saints this week. Um, I don't know if they're going to have Odell or not. Report just came out. Odell going to take a few days to make a decision. So um, at this point in time, Titans. Marquise? Two teams that question mark for both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Don't care for Trevor Simeon. Huh. <laughs> damn, Saints got the damn defense. Mm hmm. And there's no uh, Derrick Henry. I go with the Saints. Mm. Oh. I'm gonna do it. Mm. Interesting, <laughs> interesting. So, um, Lane and Marquise both picked the Saints. Quincy's going with the Titans. Quincy, you're not on the island, brother. I'm picking the Titans too. 
I can't get ahead. I'm sorry. Different teams. I'm sorry. We're gonna we're gonna disagree in a little while. I promise. I promise you we'll disagree in a little while. All right. Don't worry. All right. The two in it. Th- this ain't it though. The two and six Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> are on the road against the four and five Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> Who y'all got? I got the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I think the Colts are picking up this. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just going to say it's because the Jags had a really, really good game. And yeah, that's why. Yeah, the Colts on a bit of a hot streak. I'm going to the Colts. I think they won four straight, hadn't they? Or three straight. Something like that. Um, no, they won. They won like something. Like they, they, no, they, they just they got a loss in there because it's just it says right here their win streak is one. So, oh, so they lost the week before. Yeah, they lost to the Titans. So they've won three out of four. Oh, but I think that was a close one though. Yeah, it was 34-31. That's what I thought. Marquise, who do, who doth thou hath? Go with Michael Pittman. He on my fantasy team. Go we're, with Pittman. We're all <clears throat> we're all on the Colts. <laughs> Jags by twenty. We let a goose funny. on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> so what? <laughs> I am having a tough time tonight. <laughs> and you still got a whole other podcast to go right, right. The Cleveland Brown, they five and four. And they going to New England, Gillette Stadium to fade New England Patriots, who are five and four, baby. So who y'all got? Browns or Patriots? My name is Cleveland Brown. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So, um, yeah, I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but every time I pick the Browns to win, they lose. Every time I pick the Browns to lose, they win. So, um, what team do y'all want to win? And I'll pick that one. I mean, they could both <laughs> lose, but I, I'm personally am picking the Browns. All right, I'm picking the Browns to win. So, does that mean you're picking the Patriots? No, I'm picking the Browns to win. I mean, the Patriots going to win. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Marquise looks like he in the uh, he in the shadow realm over there. Go with New England. Oh, okay, Marquise on the island over there with New England. All right. Hey, huh? Before we move on, speaking of New England, what y'all think about that? Uh, Mac breaking that man's ankle. That shit looked oh. dirty to me. That was not dirty. He tripped him and rolled on him. I don't. He I swept don't... the leg. <laughs> The uh, red line in the Patriot way. I don't think he meant for it to be dirty. Like I think he, I think he thought the boy had the ball and he was just trying to get him down by any means necessary. It just so happened that he did his best Curry Angle impression. That's all it was. My man, my man thought he was an Olympic gold medalist. That's all it was. I mean, uh-huh. it it doesn't. It, it seems dirty, but I mean. He, the moment you probably think the guy who just strips at you has the football, your instinct is going to be to tackle that guy. So, and you got to do it by any means necessary. I don't think, I don't think it was dirty, but like that. Oh, I got, I got the best way to describe it. The tackle was dirty, but it wasn't intentionally dirty. There it is. I don't think he intended for him to, to get hurt, but he intended to tackle him by any means necessary. It, it, to me, it's just a combination of how everything went. He used one leg, tripped the man up, and then he twisted when he was holding on to the ankle. To, I mean, it looked like he had to get a road on him. To me, it looked dirty. But I digress. I'm a Mac Jones fan, so I'm not. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm unbiased enough to have an opinion to where it makes Mac Jones look bad. That's just me checking my biases at the door, keeping it real. Next pick. The damn the damn Buffalo Bills who are five and three. Um and they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Are going to And Josh Allen. That's right. They lost to Josh Allen. They're going to the New York Jets, who are two and six. (laughs) Mac Mike White is starting at quarterback. Magic Mike White. So who y'all got? I was gonna say nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills, but nobody wants to win the AFC. Uh I'm going to pick Buffalo just because I believe in the team and the talent, but I would not be surprised if the Jets pulled a fast one. Buffalo by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me, hear you, let me tell you what we heard. Buffalo by. 
So, Buffalo it is. Uh oh. He said by 10. Okay, Buffalo by 10. Uh, I really want to pick the Jets. I really do. But I'm going to pick the Bills. But I ain't going to like it. We're all on the Bills. No, damn. Jets really won in this one. <laughs> the Detroit Lions are 0 and 8. They are going to Pittsburgh, who's 5 and 3. Give me the Lions. I'm going to stand on this island every week until they win one. They better not go 0 and 17. Brother, they're going to win 17, man. They, Give me the Steelers. If they're going to win a game, this is the game they're going to win. Oh, in what regard? What makes you think? Huh? The Steelers. It's the Steelers. Mm. They are awful. Now, the Steelers are 5 and 3. They 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 started. They still got Ben Roethlisberger back there quarterbacking. Have you seen Ben Roethlisberger lately? Well, I mean, the last time I saw him, he was, he got indicted on that rape charge or whatever. But uh, he was acquitted. Yeah. <laughs> Go with Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah Lions enjoy, are gonna win this game. You enjoy that island, Lane. Now, Lions it, are gonna win I'm gonna this tell game. you, hey, in all seriousness, had this been next week, had this been Thanksgiving, I'd be with you. I don't know who they playing for Thanksgiving, they but next week. Chicago! Really? That, that, that day time to win, right? Yeah. Now we can talk about we can talk about Super it next Bowl week. week yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now we can talk about something for next week. No, but we'll you on the island this week. Thank you. In two weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. In two weeks, whoever that is in two weeks. That's that then I'll probably next week for real. Oh Lord. I'll look it up later on. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are back, baby. They're back from the bye. And they are um they are going to Washington, who is two and six. So who y'all got? I think Washington was on the bye last week too. I, I don't Correct. know. I don't know. I didn't pay no attention. I just knew I just knew Tampa was on the bye because I ain't had to deal with the Buccaneers yet last week. I really want to pick Washington here because they've they stole a couple games this year and I really think literally they can a couple steal this game. <laughs> All right. Bucks by fifty. Bucks by fifty. So you taking you taking Washington Lane? I want to. I really do. I'm gonna pick the Bucks, but it's it's like that Jack, that Bills pick. I ain't gonna like it. What about you, Marquise? Bucks by fourteen. Bucks by fourteen. We're all on the Bucks. The Carolina Panthers are four and five. They're going to Phoenix to take on the Arizona Cardinals, who are eight and one. Kyler Murray is still questionable, not guaranteed, but Colt McCoy did well anyway. So who y'all got? I'm gonna pick. Wait, is Kyler Murray back? No, I, we, I missed that. Sorry. we don't know. He's not. He, he's he's questionable. He's questionable. He didn't practice today at the time of this recording on a Wednesday. I think Sam Darnold is out, though. Sam Darnold's done, ain't he? Sam Darnold got a broke scapula, so he's going to be out for at least four weeks. He probably ain't going to play again this season. I hope not. <laughs> um, Damn, I hate that for him. He had such a strong start to the season, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm, I'm going to pick the Cardinals. But again, I ain't going to like it. Everybody else picked it? No, no, I'm picking the Cardinals. You picked Bird. the Cardinals? Mm-hmm. We're all on the Cardinals. The angry chickens. <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings, who had a stronger than expected showing last week, are 3 stronger and 5. For, stronger for who? <laughs> you got a point. They're three and five. They are going to the Los Angeles Chargers of Anaheim by way of San Diego, who are five and three. Um, who y'all got? Skull. Mm. Yeah, I got the Vikings. Go Chargers, go. Marquis. Hmm. Hmm. Damn, they'll pick them. I go with the Chargers. Why the fuck not? Lane's on the island again. I'm going Chargers. I'm happy at this I do point. I think it'll be pretty close. Yeah. Uh, uh, add Alexander Madison in all fantasy leagues. FYI. Yeah, you already did, jerk. I, yeah. I went to my. I went. I went to uh, my ESPN league. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get Madison out of this broke. You already had him. You been had him because mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. He's your handcuff. Like you already had you because you have Cook, right? That's correct. Okay, That's so correct. that makes all the sense in the world for you to already have him. Absolutely. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles are three and six. They are going to the Denver Broncos with the upset over Dallas last week at five and four. Um, 
I think this is where we're going to finally differ, Quincy. I think this is the one. Who y'all got? All right. Well, uh, I think I'm going to go with the Broncos just because I don't know if I'll ever be able to pick the Eagles. I, I think that's fair. I picked the Eagles for all three of their wins. What about their six losses? Mm, a lot of them. But who you going this time? I think I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Who you got, Marquise? Broncos. Broncos. Um, Lane, you took the Eagles, right? Me, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I'm taking the Eagles here. So finally, we got a game, Quincy, where we didn't pick the same team, and I already had them that way. So. You know what? You know what gets me though. What's what gets that? me is that we'll have like two or three games where we differ, and it still evens out. Right? Yeah, because I went on, I went on that Browns Island by myself, and then it didn't even pick me up a game because we picked up we picked different on something else. Makes me Man, sick. All right, all right, let me get this out right quick. I picked on the podcast last week. I picked the Giants. I went on the island. I said I believe they can beat the Raiders, and then right before the game, I was like, you know what? I'm getting too cute. Let me swap my shit back over to the Raiders. <laughs> you was right. You was right. I had no faith, but we'll we'll get to the no, we won't get to the Giants because they're in a bye mm-hmm. week. Perfect. I don't have to talk about them. I love it. Um, <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks are three and five. Russ could, Russ is probably going to be back. Carson is still a little iffy. Um, they're going to the Green Bay Packers. Um, Jordan Love's mom might not be there in the nosebleeds, but she did say that was so dirty what they did. Damn, she was so high in the stadium. Sting, Sting, WCW Sting was like, "Damn, come down." So, uh, Green Bay Packers are seven and two. Aaron Rodgers should be back, but he would not have practiced. So, um, Seahawks or Packers? Who y'all got? I got the Seahawks just because. Just because. If Aaron Rodgers plays, I got the Packers. If he don't play, I got the Hawks. Give me the Hawks. I'm taking the Packers regardless. So I don't remember what the breakdown of that was. I got really distracted by. I think I'm on an island. I think I got everything. I think I got distracted by by all our babies. Oh, I'm on. I'm on the Seahawks. Quincy's going with the Packers right uh, no, now. Yeah, and then, then the Rick took Wilson. Yeah, Rick took the Seahawks too. So there it is. It's two two. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, winners of I think three straight now, or like that, something like that. That's uh, correct. They are five and four, and they're going to the Las Vegas Raiders, who just took what I consider probably their worst loss of the season to the New York Giants, and that's coming from the Giants fan. So who y'all got? I think uh, I think Kansas City gets it right. I think they actually look good this week. Kansas City. Give me the Raiders. Give me Kansas City. Okay. Um, my pick, this is a pick that can change. Um, if OBJ does the sensible thing and signs with the Kansas City, which I think is the right thing to do, I will pick Kansas City. But for right now, as the things stand now, it's the Raiders. Um, I think... Kansas City has had a really lucky part of the schedule where they played. They just played Green Bay without their starting quarterback. And without more than just a starting quarterback, Green Bay had a lot of folks out. I think Kansas City is phony, but, you know, if they sign OBJ, well, I'll feel different about it. So give me the Raiders. Um, that was Sunday Night Football. I forgot to do the song. I apologize. It's okay. I'm happy you didn't. Third of a Monday Night Football. The Los Angeles Rams of St. Louis are seven and two. They are going to San Francisco um, to face the 49ers, who are three and five. Who do y'all have on Monday night? I have <clears throat> Matt Stafford in the Lions. Much like the Eagles, I just can't see myself picking the 49ers. So I'm going with the Lions. I mean, Rams. Fuck. Have it. <laughs> So he goes Rams. We're all on the Rams. And this is what I normally say, 49ers by 30. But if the 49ers even score 30, I would be shocked. (laughs) I'm just calling it like it is. So those are our picks. Those are our thoughts. And that's our show. Marquise, where can the people find you on social media? (laughs) Follow me. And to uh, underscore in, underscore uncut. The link tree on both pages. Fuck it. Support your fucking boys. 
that's what I said. Listen, I am married now. I am not out here just fucking around. I don't appreciate you saying that. Okay, we so all we boys. all married. <laughs> Quincy, where can the people find you? Yeah, at Barnhill Quincy on Twitter, and also at Q underscore the underscore lights on Instagram. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Let me let me answer for Lane. Can I? Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> As always, no, the hell you won't. <laughs> 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 Hold on. You can find all of our social medias on our Facebook page, the Mamba Mentality Golden Grinders Facebook page. You can find our Twitch, our Facebooks, our Twitters, our Instagrams, and you can also find a link to our esteemed host, Nick's other podcast, True Comedy Podcast. Yes, I host True Comedy with Kirsten Cunningham. You can find it at Podcast. At True Comedy Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Use the hashtag True Comedy. Find me at the NJF on Instagram and Twitter. Nicholas J. Finch on uh, Facebook. The NJ Finch on TikTok. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Mamba Mentality um, Golden Grinders. Uh, support your Orlando, Hall, uh, Orlando Falcons. Support your. Um, is that right? You said Orlando Falcons again. Oh, my bad. St- stay golden, Pony Boys.